0: She was ecstatic, luminous. I absolutely loved that girl for the way she loved my brother. Sailor had every reason in the world to despise the three of us forever. We'd been unredeemable dicks, to her and to countless others back in the hazy days of youth in our hometown of Emblem, Arizona. Instead, she had allowed Cord to show her how he'd become so much more than the white trash gentries everyone thought we were. She'd even given herself to him unreservedly and made him whole. Their vows were simple, as vows should be. I had no doubt that the rings they gave one another would be forever. At the end, Cord took her face between his hands and gave her a long look of complete reverence before kissing her softly. Then he hugged her to his body, resting his head on her shoulder as he closed his eyes and ignored the applause of a room full of people. We didn't matter to them. Creed shot me a stern glance when I started sniffling. He thought I was full of shit. Creed always assumed I was full of shit. But I wasn't faking those tears at all. As I watched Cord become a husband, I felt like I was seeing him cross a more unofficial threshold. I'd never seen a man so happy or so deserving of that happiness. After everyone was done hugging and congratulating, we all headed to a small room down the hall. The faint noise of the casino rang through the corridor. Once we got to the reception room, Credence had his guitar out and sang Steve Miller Band songs as the guests filed in. Anybody might have assumed it was a strange musical background for a wedding, but I understood the choice completely. The music made me think of those late spring days when Sailor came back into our lives. It made me think of listening to the boys sing as I sat up in a hospital bed, laughing so hard my damaged ribs nearly cracked. My cousin Declan jostled me as we made our way to the reception room. He grinned at some cheap snatch hung onto his arm. Lord only knew where he'd picked that up. I doubted he'd carried it all the way up from Emblem, where he still lived. Deck had scoffed at the idea of flying with the rest of us. He would take the trip on his bike, or he wouldn't take it at all. That was lovely, the girl purred as her hands roamed dangerously close to his package. She might not have been bad looking before she got all used up. It was, baby, he agreed, winking at me. Everyone else stood there waiting. They clapped when Corden Say walked in, then began finding seats at the scattered tables. Declan's girl glanced around. Is there a bar? You said there'd be a bar. He pressed some cash into her hand. There's one right outside. Go help yourself, baby. The girl smiled and ran her hand along his crotch again. He didn't visibly react. He just waited for her to leave with a mild look on his face. Nothing but class, I teased him, nudging his shoulder. Baby. Deck pushed his dark hair out of his eyes and frowned at the girl's back. Yeah. I forgot her fucking name. It might be Tammy. He flashed me a grin. It might be something else. Think I'll stick with baby until I'm done, just to be on the safe side. I don't feel like starting over tonight. Where's your action? You holding out? Maybe, I mused, zeroing in on the girl I was looking for. Stephanie sat at a table on the other side of the room and sipped some champagne. She made a face and looked at the glass, making me think she didn't drink much. She saw me watching and deliberately turned away. Stephanie wasn't really a bitch. She just liked to behave like one most of the time, for reasons I hadn't figured out yet. Deck sized the situation up quickly. That's gonna be tough, he laughed. I was encouraged. I like tough. It was true. The more Stephanie glowered and seemed to hate my ass, the more I wanted her. She was cute as hell and would have been even more dazzling if she'd put on some makeup and show herself off a little. Sure, there were cute girls everywhere, and frankly, I'd been inside more of them than I could remember with a gun to my